Welcome to the Anatomy at the Art of Healing podcast. You are listening to Dr. Rajeshwari Rapata. And today we are going to again continue with the spinal nerves. As we learned in the last episode, the spinal nerve exits the vertebral column through the intervertebral foramina as a single fascicle of mixed nerve fibers. And the only exception to this rule is the C1 spinal level. that is where this c1 that is cervical 1 spinal nerve exits the column between the occiput and the atlas and just because the spinal nerve spinal cord does not track the entire length of the vertebral column the spinal nerves in the more cranial regions exit the spinal cord horizontally before directly passing into the periphery Meanwhile the spinal nerves cordal to the terminus of the spinal cord typically at the level of L1 and L2 vertebral level they must travel inferiorly in the column just before exiting so these rootlets are seen anatomically without the spinal cord that's why these are called as cauda equina that is at the level of L1 L2 vertebral column So tracking inferiorly from C1 all the spinal nerves above the C7 exit the vertebral column above their associated vertebra and the spinal nerve C8 exits the intervertebral foramina between the C7 and T1 where all the spi- remaining spinal nerves that depart the vertebral column cordially to their respective vertebra after exiting the vertebral column the bundled spinal nerve divides into vertebral and dorsal uh, ventral and the dorsal rami that is the branch into ventral and dorsal rami both the rami they contain mixed fibers that provide both the sensory and motor innervation and that was discussed earlier how it happens and how it innervates the different region how the afferent and the efferent conductions happen The preganglionic cells within the autonomic nervous system (ANS) they are closely associated with the sensory motor outflow tracts of the spinal nerves. And the goal of the ANS, autonomic nervous system, is to control visceral motor tone involuntarily. And autonomic central neuronal neuronal bodies they originate in the regions of the cord's lateral horn of the cord's gray matter, specifically in the interomedial lateral interomediolateral nucleus and in the thoracic and upper lumbar regions that is t1 to l2 these neurons give rise to preganglionic sympathetic axons and that exit with the somatic motor axons through the spinal cord's ventral road that is the anterior road whereas the preganglionic fibers that travel within the white rami communicantus to the paravertebral ganglia within the sympathetic trunk from the ganglia these sympathetic tone can undergo modulation in the smooth and the cardiac muscles in the glands and in the immune system cells via a series of gray rami communicantus and the postganglionic fibers in the parasympathetic portion of the ans These preganglionic cells they originate in the craniosacral system. Included in this system, the cranial nerves three, seven, 
9 and 10 as well as s2 to s4 of the sacral spinal cord and the preganglionic fibers of the parasympathetic system are much longer than the sympathetic than their sympathetic counter, counterparts so rather than terminating abruptly at the paravertebral ganglion parasympathetic preganglionic nerves they carry impulses to the peripheral located visceral ganglia these are anatom- anatomically associated as such as with the nerve target tissues so that's how the uh, ens preganglionic cells uh, these all originate and uh, anatomically get associated with the target tissues of the nerves in the next episode we'll further continue with the different plexuses which form with the spinal nerves keep listening till then and stay tuned dr rajeshwari rapata signing out till then